What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Alrighty, welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They are a burgeoning recording artist with incredible ambition and a new single called Without Warning that is officially out now. And I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, Join me in welcoming to the show, John Skies. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm really fucking good today. Uh, I just feel, I'm starting to feel a little bit more blessed on this day, so. That is awesome. I appreciate you for being here. Thank you so much for taking my call, love. Of course, thank you for calling, period. I mean, I would have always answered. It means a lot. Thank you so much. So let me know, what are you most looking forward to from this year? Um, I'm looking forward to more interviews. I'm looking forward to doing more bookings than I've done last year or the year before that combined. Um, I'm just real excited to actually start getting active. My whole plan when I first started music in the first place was to have a ground to stand on first, you know, not worry about having to do interviews, not worrying about having to perform. And I just want to take myself up a notch step by step because I'm only doing this by myself at the end of the day. I'm an independent artist. so. I'm trying my best to be as smart as I can about this because I don't want to fumble anything um, because talent can only take you so far in the industry. Absolutely. 100%. What are you most looking forward to leaving behind in 2022? (sighs) A memory. A A motherfucking stamp that says, oh my God, John did his shit this year. Like, John did his shit this year. Like, I want to be able to say that going into the next year that people are going to know my name for my music and not for anything else that I may be known for. Totally. I love that. So for the people who don't know, tell my audience, who is John Skye? Ooh, John Skies is a 19-year-old rapper, singer. I'm an artist, period. Um, I'm a self-taught artist. Um, I like to teach myself things. This is not a, this music career of mine is not a 
a, a one-time thing or a phase, something that uh, a lot of people do on the internet nowadays. Um, this is something that I've been working towards since shit, I could walk. I grew up singing. I grew up, it runs in a family, like talent, <clears throat> it runs in a family. So I was born and raised in Detroit. Um, hell, I don't know what else. There is this really all there is to me? I'm really an open book for real, but there's not, I don't really got, you know, there's not much going on with me. I'm a nice, I'm just a regular old guy. <laughs> Regular old guy trying to make music. I love that. When did you discover music? Um. Well, well, like I said, I grew up around music. I really grew up around church. I was practically born into church. So um, I was always singing in the choir, like the youth choir. And it got to a point where um, the vo- my voice was recognized by other people. And they were telling me, oh, you should do this. You should start. You know, you should start making music, you start writing music, and it got to it got to the point where, yeah, I'm gonna start writing music, you know, start writing music. And rapping didn't come into the equation until 2018. Mind you, this backstory that I'm giving you is had to be like 2009, 2008. So it was a while till I was able to either have the confidence enough to even think that I could rap. But singing has always been around. I've always been singing. Um, and yeah, like that's just my, that's really what started is me being in church um, and singing in the choir. I love that. Can you describe the moment that you knew for yourself that you were talented? Um, after being told, um, I didn't really, I, well, here's the thing. I didn't really know up until having to go places and always being asked to sing by people who know that I could. Um, that kind of made me feel like, if y'all want to hear me sing so bad all the damn time, it's like, I, I must be doing something right. So that kind of, you know, just situations like that kind of, and honestly, there are still some times where I don't feel like I'm not talented enough, but I feel like that's um, that's never here or there. But there are times where I don't feel talented enough. So when people do ask to hear my voice, it reminds me that I am talented. So it's not like I didn't know. Um, I'm saying that humbly. It's not like I didn't know that I wasn't talented. Cause like I said, it runs in a family, but it, it's it sometimes it takes, uh, John, let me hear you. Let me hear you do this. Let me hear you sing this or that. To really keep me grounded and knowing that I am talented. Indeed. <laughs> I dig that. Talk to me about your family's input on your approach to music. How, how oh. influential was your family when it came to how you do music? Well, and well, if we're if we're gonna really get into it, my my mom, she always supported me, but it was from a mom's standpoint, it was like she was glad that it, that I found something that I wanted to do and make a living off of, but she doesn't care. <laughs> she doesn't care. Like, she does not care. Like, I'm still her son at the end of the day. Like, she's still gone. She's not going to treat me no different. You know, um, she always taught me to get out there and get it on your own. She's never been the type to 
um, she supports me in different ways. She listens to my music, but she definitely would not like. And when I was a kid, like I like you couldn't tell, you couldn't tell her nothing. Like I couldn't ask her to take me anywhere, even if I did have like a booking or anything. She couldn't. Like she was not gonna do it. Like she was not gonna do it. And I felt like at the time that she wasn't, that she just didn't want to support that she just didn't want to support me when really in actuality it wasn't that she just wanted me to be as independent as I could and each time when she didn't do when I what I asked her I found out how to do it on my own and I still never hold it against her for not you know helping me out because at the end of the day my family runs off independence so <clears throat> Hey, I gotta get it how I gotta get it, you know? But my family is very, very supportive. They are always listening to my music and it makes me feel so happy that they, that my own family, my own blood likes my music. Um, and yeah, like it's, 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 it's a lot of support. It's a, it's a different kind of support, but it's still support. And I've always, always appreciate it. Of course, I take that. Very interesting approach, but I do recognize the end goal regardless. Yeah. Now, how did you land on your stage name? Who child? I had about five of them hoes before I made the decision. <laughs> I had before I made the decision to call myself John Sky. Um, honestly, um, there was a lot of names. I first I started off with um, just my actual full government name, Jonathan Harris, because like I said, rapid didn't come into the picture till later on. So I figure why have a whole like elaborate stage name if I'm just a, you know, I'm just a singer. It wouldn't matter what my name is, honestly, um, until I started rapping and then it got to a point where, okay, maybe I do need to change my name up a little bit. So you had Johnny, Johnny Boom, um, you had um, shit. I don't even want to say them. They're so embarrassing. That was the only one that I could actually say that wasn't embarrassing. But um, I remember being told by someone, I don't remember who it was, but it was a while back. It was someone that I barely even knew. And they was telling me about, they knew about like they're in, they were in the industry and they were telling me about all of this stuff, um, giving me advice. And the one thing that they told me was, to like reach for the skies and they kept saying it like reach for the skies like the sky's the limit like this that and the third like the sky's the limit and you're the limit i'm like damn you right i am the limit i am john skies like i am i am the fucking skies like so that's kind of where john skies came from i'm fucking sky's the limit and i just so happen to be that limit so <laughs> i love that so when it comes to your songwriting, what were your first lyrics about? Ooh, um, my first lyrics? Hmm, I have to think about that. Honestly, I don't even remember the first song that I've written. Um, I can tell you about the first rap I wrote though. Um, <laughs> Please. My first rap um, that I wanted to drop it was basically the first couple of bars was basically an introduction to me into like rap. Um, I was telling you about who I am, not necessarily about who I am, but basically talking my shit. Yeah, I'm I'm me. I'm John Skies. Nice to meet you. I'm that nigga, basically. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> so tell me about your writing process. How did you go about creating your song from so, a singing standpoint or a rapping standpoint? So yeah, this actually goes for both. Um, so depending on where I'm getting the beat from, whether I buy the beat off of YouTube or I get one of my cousins or someone else that I know, another producer to make the beat for me, the base, basically my writing process is I freestyle when I hear the beat. If I'm not feeling it, then I won't go with it. But if I'm feeling it, I'll freestyle on the beat and whatever flow pops up in my head, I'll go with that and then I'll just build myself around it. Sometimes I'll have um, a hook before anything and I'll just go off the hook and just start with the second verse and then go back up to the first verse because you, everybody knows that usually rappers, the way rappers function, when they first start writing, if they write their first verse first, nine times out of 10, their second verse is going to be the hardest verse, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I can write a very fire hook and then come up with something right after it for a second verse and then go back up to the first verse, the first verse will be just as hard as the second. Absolutely love that. Yeah, so that's kind of really like my whole writing process. I do, I like to do it in different, it, it, it really varies on what I come up with at the time, like off the dome, so. I totally dig that thought process. Well, thank you. Of course. What do you think is a song of yours that you could name that would allow my audience to in- to instantly get to know you as an artist? Ooh, um, I think, um, whew, I think my song Bapa. So, uh, Bapa is a very lit like it's a very lit song it's like very in your face and that's just me like as a person i'm always like in a bright mood and i'm always cracking jokes something that's always like if i'm there like if i'm at an event like you can guarantee it's about to be lit like because i'm about to get drunk and y'all off and be mad at me it's no shade so yeah like i don't know like i think bapa is the is a song that really shows it because regardless if it's rap or not, the song is gonna the song is gonna get it's gonna give it to you. Like, you know, I feel like you're gonna like it. Everyone's gonna like it. Honestly. Just... I absolutely love that. At this point in your career, what's the realest thing you've written so far? Oh, oh my God. What is the realest thing I've written so far? If I'm being completely honest, starting off this, starting off this music journey, um, there was a lot of crap in my rap, if I, if you will, and I have no shame of saying that because um, when I first started rapping, I always thought that I just thought that I could just talk my shit and it wouldn't matter. But sometimes it's just more than that, you know? Sometimes rapping is about speaking on some real shit, being real, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't really start writing real shit till 2022. Um, I started, I started writing, like I said, I started rapping in 2018. I didn't start writing some real shit till 2022 when I started surrounding myself with actual, with other actual rappers who 
go through actual stuff and listening to the music and and, and, and getting inspired about because you know when you can listen to a, a, a a-list person's music and they can be speaking the real and shit but sometimes it won't speak to you because you don't really know that person personally but i know these rappers some of these rappers i know personally and they say some really real shit and it's inspiring to me so if i'm being honest some of the most realest shit that i've written isn't even out yet and i have i have it <laughs> i have it it's recorded it's ready but it's not out yet so okay well i'm looking forward to that who are your top five? Ooh, okay top five first of all i'm gonna just go straight to number one and put Nicki minaj i'll never ever ever not never ever not support her and her movement <laughs> as a as a rapper period but um starting from five though i'm gonna have to go with um oh my goodness i'm gonna have to go there is mostly female rap if i'm being honest um no. you got you got lee kelly 47 you have tiara whack tiara whack is at number two my apologies tiara whack is at number two number three is dochi number four is doja cat and number five is lee kelly 47 i love them they're so talented and animated I love animated rap because I'm an animated rapper myself, and I look. I feel like the more animated you are, the the harder the song is. I love that. Very nice top five. Period. What are your period? What are your <laughs> thoughts on the current state of hip hop? And since your top, and since your top five is mostly women, what are your thoughts on the current state of female rap? Well, I feel like the rap industry period is is on the brink of contamination because they kind of just really let anybody in and especially if they don't really have talent. I don't want to like say like any names, but there are a lot of people who um, are given praise and don't deserve it because they don't have that work ethic to want to actually have a music career they're just doing it because they see other people doing it and or they they're doing it because their friends are doing it and they think it's because their friends aren't famous yet and their friends are taking it seriously and they're not famous yet but that means that they could do it though but that's just like that's just not what it is but in terms of female rap um i feel like it's the men's fault if i'm being honest it's the men's fault while why female rap is so toxic um, because had it not been had, if males never rapped, <laughs> if male, mm. if there were never any male rappers, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, the the male rappers would be the black sheep of the industry. But it's really, it's it's the female rap right now, and it's very that's unfortunate. But we progressed, <laughs> we progressed throughout the year thanks to who, Nick Minaj, my girl. <laughs> Onika. So. I absolutely love that. <laughs> That's funny. Describe the moment that you will personally feel like you've made it as an artist. Um, I feel like if I've as a okay, so here's the thing. I feel like I've already made it as an artist, only because oh. I I don't think um I don't think recognition or um, a lot of followers, nor do I think a lot of streams or or um, 
you know, things of that nature really tell you that you made it as an artist. I feel like knowing what you're doing, how to how to navigate yourself around independently, I feel like that tells you right there that you made it as an artist. Now, if you made it as an artist, as a, as a career, that's a, another question in itself. Okay. That's definitely one of my favorite answers I've gotten to that question so far. <laughs> Thanks. Of course. As somebody who sings and raps, what is music missing right now? Versatility. Oh my gosh, versatility. That that answer, answer has never came quicker to me. Versatility, oh my gosh, people think that since they can rap or that they're talented, that people are just gonna put up with them doing the same thing over and over again. When that's not gonna be the case, like you have people like Megan Thee Stallion, you have people like The Baby, you have people like, I'm not even gonna go that far. But <laughs> just those two examples alone, they're very talented and they know their influence, but they don't change it up. The only thing they change up is their beat, their flows. I, I, I gotta say that they're, they're somewhat of the same. A lot of people say that, you know? So it's like, I feel like versatility is a, is a, a very important thing. Cause like you see people like even Lotto, she's even switching it up and going, she's going into her pop. You know what I'm saying? She's going into pop. So it's like, versatility is important. It keeps, I feel like it keeps the audience that you have at bay. <laughs> I think that. If you could write a verse for anyone in the world, who would it be? Oh my God. Oh my God. So you, I feel like you already know who I'm about to say. I know for a fact, I know for a fact that I that is that it will never ever ever happen. The only of because of her principle of not letting people write her own raps, especially men. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with Nicki Minaj. Like I feel like hearing if I wrote something for her and and she she spat that shit like, oh my god, I would probably cream. I'm not oh, that was a little vulgar. But I don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, I would probably, I would probably cream. Like, cause like you rapping my lyrics to y'all with your own cadence. It's, that's some, that's a sight I would love to see. You better go to fuck I love that for you. <laughs> I absolutely love that for you. Have you heard of the game This or That? I sure did. Would you like to play with me? Sure. Love that. Okay. Would you rather buy jewelry or buy property? Buy property. Jewelry okay. comes and goes. You ain't lying. Get your body done or stay natural? Stay natural. I'm Johnny with the body. I don't need to get my shit done. What happened? Ew, not, saying, not, saying, not, saying, not saying that there's anything wrong with getting your body done. If you feel like that's what you want to do, as long as you do it for you, girl, ain't nothing wrong with it. Word. Assigned to a label or stay indie? Ooh, that's actually a. It depends. It really, really depends. Um, in the state that I am right now, I'm gonna have to say independent, only because um, I only I know a lot about the industry, but compared to what shit, what Kanye knows, I don't know shit. 
So um, I feel like getting signed to a label is not something that I can do right now. Um, I, I choose independent. Okay, I fuck with that. Do you prefer lyricism or talking shit? Um, lyricism all day, every day. I love hearing punchlines. I love hearing the metaphors. I love hearing how you can, how you can, hell, how you can say the same bar, but in different ways. I feel like that takes talent. Um, it takes knowledge. It takes being educated. So lyricism, anybody can talk their shit. Period. Would you prefer to get a rapper for the feature or get a singer? Hmm. I'm gonna have to go with a singer. I would love to hear. I like. I I rather hear music, uh, songs, singing songs as a feature over um, a rap. I don't know. As a, I don't know. I'm gonna have to choose singer. Okay, I dig that. Be in a group or stay a solo artist. Oh, I'm a girl solo artist. So solo artist. I play one. <laughs> <laughs> Or have a residence there. Woo! I would love to go on tour. That, that, that. You know what's crazy? I was just watching um, the new Whitney Houston movie that just came out, and and it was a part in the movie where she did go on tour. And I was just looking at it, and besides the storyline, I was just looking at it like, wow! I can't wait to start going on world tours. Like that's something that I that I really am looking forward to the most out of anything when it comes to the music industry or doing music period. So uh, I'm gonna have to go with touring. Okay. Would you rather do a sexy video or a serious video? A sexy video, of course. I mean, I feel like, I feel like a serious video, I, uh, I could do any day. I could do any day. You don't get a lot of, um, first of all, there aren't a lot of gay rappers in the mainstream and showing sexiness as a gay man is not, is not a thing that everybody looks at and are and, and recognizes as art um, other than just being a gay man that likes to spread his gayness everywhere, which is not the case, which is obviously not the case. We're just doing what everybody fucking else is doing, trying to fucking make music, doing what we love, you know, making art with visuals and stuff. So I'm gonna have to go with sexy. Nice, I love that. Would you rather win a Grammy or win a BET Hip Hop Award? I'm gonna have to go with BET. Um, Grammys, these last couple years with Grammys, they have been fumbling back to back. Um, they're called the scammies now. I just can't get my head wrapped around. I I mean, honestly, if I win a Grammy, I'd be beyond grateful, but <clears throat> I'd rather win a BET award because at least I know that those that BET awards are a scam. At least I don't know that yet. So BET awards it is. See that. For your first single, would you rather have a feature on it or release it as a solo song? Um, well, if I'd rather it be a solo song, 
um, me personally, because um, if I'm dropping a single, nine times out of 10, that single is gonna be on my album. And if this, if this single is being dropped in preparation for my album, why would I drop a song with a feature on it um, as a, you know, as a first lead single, you know? I don't know, it, it wouldn't make sense to me. Okay, I dig that. Now, would you rather do a mixtape with all original music or do an old school Jack and Fabiz tape? Ooh, I think I might do an old school, John, because, um, hell, you see original stuff come from me day in and day out. Um, you, I've actually never, ever done a freestyle up until a couple of days ago. I dropped a Missy Elliott freestyle, and that's that was the first time I ever done a freestyle on somebody else's song. Um, and I plan on keep on doing that, but I'd rather, I'd rather original. What's up with that? Would you rather release an album or release an EP? An album, only because I feel like um, a lot of people nowadays don't make albums anymore, like actual albums, like they just put 12 songs on there and call it a day. Um, when sometimes albums consist of more than just 12 songs, hell, or the number of songs, period. It's about, it's, sometimes it's storytelling, you know? So I'd rather make an album. I dig that. Now, for the first single off of your album, are you releasing a turn-up song or, or releasing an emotional song? Um. Well, I have... Ooh, I don't even want to say it. No, I'm going to say it. I do have three lead singles coming out that's going to be on my album. Um, I... I have three singles. Um, they're all going to be different. Like going back to your, um, to one of your questions and I respond with versatility. These three lead singles are going to give you the, a grade A taste of what to expect from our album. So okay. I'm going to have to go with, um, well, I'm not even, I can't, I'm not going to really tell you my plan on how I'm going to, what kind of, but I just, I, you just know that there's going to be a, a lit song in the future. Okay, I fuck with that. So, if you could remake a classic record, which song would you choose and why? Mm. If I'm being honest, I would probably recreate Rock the Boat by Leah. Mm, tell me why. I love that. It's just so, I don't know, like, it's a soft song, but the way I'm about to describe it, about to make it seem like it's a rap record, but that song hard as fuck, like, it's hard. <laughs> like, let's be real here, like, Aaliyah was talented, and I feel like mm -hmm. recreating any of her songs would be really fun to do, so. Absolutely. Who is an artist that is no longer living that you wish you would have gotten to work with before they passed? Um, Michael Jackson. If I'm being honest, I probably would want to work with Michael Jackson because I know I even I remember this there was this one video of Michael Jackson going around and he was singing with some artists of uh, his group, this singing group, and they were singing, it just wasn't a very good very good singing that they were doing and he was mm. you could tell that he was like what are you doing like what is this like are you actually singing right now um oh, i feel like i would love to like if i'm ever doing anything wrong if i was to record with michael jackson i would love to know if i'm doing anything wrong or you know because i feel like he would say it 
Absolutely. So on the flip side of that, who is an artist that's still living that you have to work with before it's all over, before you retire, before you walk away from music? Who's the artist that you have to work with before you hang up your mic? It is absolutely, positively important, imperative that I work with Tierra Wet. I don't care about nothing else. I don't care about nothing else. If I do a song with Tierra Wack, I will flip my lid and I, I will I'll be able to leave this world saying that I did my damn thing. Because <laughs> what? Absolutely love that. Shout out to Tierra Wack. Yes. Who is a legend that's still living that you would like to do a live tribute to? I'm gonna have to go with Beyonce. I would love to do a tribute. I would love to do a tribute for her. Um, she has beautiful music, wonderful music. So I don't see why not. And if you got to choose what you would perform for her, what would the song be? Ooh. Um, probably Love to Love You. Um, that song goes hard. Here I go again. That song goes hard. Um, and just like Beyonce, I feel like there. Uh, um, I feel like if I perform, I gotta have some type of choreo. I gotta. It gotta be big, extravagant. Like I would love to. You know, those type of performances I really like. Really, really love. So I feel like "Love to Love You" would really like do her thing if I was to make a tribute for Beyonce with that so if somebody called you and dropped a bag on you and said you can put together your dream tour take any of the artists you want to bring out on the road with you who are you making those phone calls to Ooh. in terms of in terms of mainstream artists i'm definitely gonna probably bring doja cat with me only because her performing is is great. She's a great dancer. Like she can dance her ass off. I would love to perform with her. Maybe have a song with her while I'm on tour. Who knows? Um, but any other artists? Um, I have a friend of mine named Juju Landing. I think you actually you actually interviewed him. Um, I would mm-hmm. take him on. So I would take him on tour with me. Um, I would take Kiss TJ. That's another rapper. Another friend of mine. Um, I would take another friend. Um, his name is Sean. Sean Savage. He's also a rapper. So I think I would take him as well. So totally love that. What makes a perfect song, in your opinion? Production. Mm. I feel like production. I feel like no matter what, no matter how good your lyrics are, if your production is not there, it's not gonna, it's not gonna sound good. It's gonna sound like bullshit. You know, if um, if your production is not there, um, and I'm not necessarily saying that you have to go into a booth, you don't have to go into an actual studio to record a song and have your, um, have the production as 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 good as it needs to be. It's you honestly you can teach yourself how to how to produce and how to mix and master your own stuff so you know what to do if and when you do go to a studio so i feel like production is so 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 important totally i 
totally feel you on that. Yeah. So how do you think your music will change the industry? Um, I feel like I bring another category to rap um, as a gay rapper. I feel like I bring another category only because, um, see, you have your... I can't even, I couldn't even name gay rappers or gay artists off the top of my head besides Lil Nas and Santana. But even but even looking at those two who have really, really made it in the industry as gay rappers, um, I feel like I bring a completely different, a completely different aura to music um, than them. Uh, I feel like all gay artists always have something different to bring just because gay uh, queer people are pushing to always be different so regardless of if I brought it to the music brought something different to the music industry or not someone else will and I just feel like no matter what any gay artist that comes up it's always going to be something different you know you sure. can't you can't you're not going to be able to be you're not going to be able to compare Lil Nas and Santana or you're not going to be able to compare Lil Nas and Kid King. You know, you can't compare none of them because they're all different. Like, they all make different uh, types of music. They all have different, you know, a different type of vibe to them. So I feel like my whole vibe is just a completely different aura than theirs. Okay, I did that. What do you fear most, success or failure? Um, success. I ain't been doing nothing but failing my whole damn life. I ain't scared of that <laughs> shit. Cause at the end of the day, I'm gonna get right the fuck back up and I'm gonna do something else or I'm gonna try again. But success is what I'm scared of. Um, I know that success could get you your head. Um, and I know that just as quick as success comes, it can be taken away with the wrong move. So I am scared of success. Once you have it, it's hard. It, it, you have to really work to keep it. Now, what about life or death? Which are you most afraid of? Um, I, I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say death just because you know it's death. But I'm gonna have to say death only because I don't know what happens after. You know, I don't know what happens after. Sure, I see that. Do you think you found yourself yet? I would say on a percentage scale, I'm about 85% there. Um, I'm actually very, actually very proud to say that I took years focus on, on focusing on literally just that, trying to figure out what the fuck do I got going on? Like, who am I? Am I figured out? Do I know who I am as a person, period, with or without music? And it's taken me a long time but I feel like I'm getting there. I'm very, very close, and I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see where that takes me when I do find, figure it out. For sure, I love that journey for you. What does the person you've become so far tell your younger self in retrospect? Mind your damn business. Oh my god. Mind your damn. No, not you. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> No, not you. I, that's what I would tell my younger self. Like, mind your damn business. Like, everything is not your business. You're not to make everything 
that happens around you, your business, because sometimes, more than sometimes, most times, it could knock you off your game and you gonna have to end up starting at square one and then you're gonna be looking dumb. So, I would so say to big. mind your business. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. I love that. What do you want your stamp on the music industry to be? That bitch is talented. That bitch Period. has talent. He's been blessed with a talent that's one of a kind. I want them to know me for my talent and nothing more. Mm. I fuck with that. What keeps you up at night? My dreams keep me up at night. No, 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 no. Um, things that keep me up at night are honestly, um, to be honest, life and what can I do with it? How how far can I take it? Um, and how far will I allow myself to take it? Um, and what am I willing to do to to make sure that I make it to where I, I want to go? Okay. So, yeah, right. How do you want to be remembered overall as a person? <clears throat> Um, as a person who has never been um, two-faced or superficial towards anybody um, in person or over social media, I always try to keep it as real as possible. Um, I'm an open book um, that I'm a self-taught independent person that doesn't depend on anybody. Um, but if I do need someone to depend on to know that they are that they're gonna be there for me that's um that's big but i would love to be remembered as a person who just came out busted out the busted out into the scene and just did their shit and lived it up <laughs> that's awesome i love that now is there anything that you would like to share with my audience and i that i didn't cover in our conversation today um well, you, I don't really think so. I think, I feel like we've gone over a lot of things. We've gone over a lot of things. <laughs> so I don't really think, I don't really think that there's a lot to really say other than, um, hell, if you want to, if it, if music is something that you want to do, if music is something that you want to do, you have to take it serious more than anybody because people who are in this music, who are doing the music and are actually doing it, they will call you out for for pump making, for trying to pretend like this is something that you want to do, knowing damn well in five months you're gonna be ready to start acting. So okay, I'm right there with you on that. <laughs> now, my last questions for you are: What's next for you? And where can we find you and all the things that you want to promote? Okay, so let's talk about where you can find me first. You can find sure. me on any any and all social media. My name is the same for all of them. John Skies, no space, J-A-W-N-S-K-I-Z. Um, in terms of promoting and what is uh, what's going on, you're gonna see, you're gonna start seeing more interviews with me. You're gonna start seeing me performing more, um, especially around the summertime. I'm really gonna start trying to pop out more and um, put myself out there. 
Um, but in terms of promotion, I do have a single that is out now. Um, it is called Without Warning. It's an R&B single. Um, it's a lead, the first lead single to my upcoming album coming out on a mysterious date that nobody knows yet. Um, Love that. It's on... It's available on all platforms, all streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, you can name it. It is out there. Give it a stream. Hell, add it to your playlist. Um, I hope you guys feel the emotion that came from it. So That is beautiful. And on that note, children, that has been our show. I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and helping me to facilitate this conversation. And I want to extend a special, special thank you to my guest, John Skies, for blessing the podcast today. Thank <laughs> you so much for being here and congratulations on the new single. Thank you so much for having me. Um, this was a, a actually a pretty, really cool experience. Um, I appreciate being able to do this. So, thanks. Of course. Come back anytime when you have more music dropping. I'd love to have you back when you join a reality show at some point. Drop a book. <laughs> or if you just want to come back and shoot the shit, hit me of up course. anytime. Period. Of course. Thank you so much. Now, when it comes to you guys, with that being said, I want to remind you guys to always be real stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. Okay. I am Brian K. <laughs> okay, now. I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love every single one of you guys from the bottom of my green card emoji. Keep the mess <laughs> in the message. <laughs> Keep the mess in the message and misbehave yourself. Peace. Yes. Bye, guys. Oh, I love... What's going on, everybody? Brian K. James here, and I'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by Outlander Media Network. Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.